Rabbi Zalman is continuing to explore the difference between speech in the context of the human being versus speech by Hashem. And we said that by Hashem, nothing ever separates from Him because there's nothing outside of Him. Unity, according to Hasidus, God's unity does not mean that God is the only God. It means that God is everything. There is nothing outside of Him. And therefore, you cannot have speech to something outside of Him. So Hashem's speech is, and thought are united with Him in an absolute union. Just like the speech and thought of the human being before it's actually expressed as speech and thought. As they are while still in the faculty of wisdom and intellect or as they exist in a desire or craving that are still in the heart before they rise from the heart to the brain. In other words, before they, they rise from the desire center to the brain that will figure out how to get it to be meditated upon and articulated. Because at that point, before one speaks or thinks, the letters of speech and thought, which evolve from the longing and desire, were still in a potential state, bekoach, in the heart. And when they're in potential, they are absolutely unified with their source. In other words, when you have an impulse, before the impulse is articulated, it's absolutely connected to the source, namely the wisdom and intellect in the brain and the longing and desire in the heart. So in the case of a mortal, thought and speech are completely unified with the individual before they speak. At that point, the letters are part. In the case of Hashem, however, the thought and speech remain with him, united even after it's spoken. So, by us, if you use the analogy of the way thought and speech before they're articulated, the letters are one with you, so you use that analogy for Hashem even after he articulates and creates the world, you see that by Hashem, the, world, the words that he articulated to create the world are united with him after, just like before. Nothing has changed. For Hashem, in Hashem's perspective, nothing changed when he revealed his creative power in creation. The Big Bang did nothing to Hashem. The change that was brought by creation exists only with regard to the created beings, the universe. Because now they see themselves as a separate entity. For the created beings, the revelation of the creative power represents the greatest possible change. Because till now they were non-existent, till the Big Bang, in other words, till Hashem said, God said, let there be light. Until that moment that God said, let there be light, there is no existence. Then, in the perspective of the creature, in the creation, they now start existing. And I just want to go on a tangent for a second. This is what Hasidus explains, the difference between Das Elyon and Das Tachtin. The lower perspective, the perspective of humanity, the perspective of creations versus Hashem's perspective. In our perspective, we exist. Why? Because at that moment of creation, the idea of something existing in their mind, in their perception, outside of God began. But... In Das Elyon, in the upper perspective, in other words, in the true perspective from God's point of view, 
nothing changed. So nothing really exists before, nothing exists after. Because again, it's still united with him. The only thing that happened is he allowed us to fool ourselves into thinking that we're real. It's like creating a computer game and then allowing the, the figures in the computer game to start believing that they're not just a computer game, but they're real. But what's the true perspective? The Hasselian, the higher perspective. So we often get lost in the Das Tachten in the lower perspective. We start thinking that what I perceive is reality. But Chassidus comes, Tanya comes and uplifts you to a higher level where you could start seeing. At least you could see, if not understand, the world from God's perspective. And therefore you don't get fooled and you could call the world's bluff. Because... The only reason we exist in our minds as independent is because God condensed his light so much. He, made, he created such a small, minuscule amount of light to come out of the source so that it's almost like he blocked pretty much all the light so that we can come to existence. Because if you shine the sun on full steam, it burns everything up. So you have to condense the light, and then you're able to exist. So Hashem held back the light. We are convince ourselves we exist, but don't get fooled by it. That's the point of Tanya. Don't ever get fooled by perception, because it's not the truth. The truth is that nothing exists other than Hashem.